0: Honestly, when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous the and people. Welcome to Draft Vice. Walter? Quinn? Ricky? You you may remember him. He's a guest host. Again. Uh, we're all wearing the same clothes from the other podcast. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't act <laughs> like you don't like this shirt. Uh, you remember Ricky from both the AFC West
1: podcast and as
0: well as the uh, preview podcast for the draft? Or you might not. It's fine. It's fine.
1: And uh, you remember our buddy Quinn? Say hi, Quinn. I just tell him to set the mic up, and I'll show up. That's it. That's it.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, he basically loses by the, the dumpster by the office. All right. So uh, today we're talking about the NFC West. Uh, and what were your thoughts about the San Francisco 49ers? I don't know why we're starting with that instead of the Arizona Cardinals, considering they had the number one overall pick. Let's we'll start with the Arizona Cardinals. How about that? So, well, what we'll was start your with the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> you went back and forth. I was yeah. the best about to the- talk
2: about John Lynch. And the- All right, cool. Yeah, let's talk about the Arizona
1: Cardinals. <laughs> Calamari. Kyler, um, Kyler. I think this dude Copped out I think he's a douche The The guy Were who picked talk? Who picked this kid um, I think <laughs> I think I think they already had Josh Rosen I think they should have uh, Picked Offensive line um, I think He was afraid He was more afraid That somebody else Was going to pick this kid And he was going to be good Than actually picking this kid I think he did it To cover his ass and I think I don't he, like that I don't think it's hardcore I think we talked
2: about this a little before the podcast, but Cliff Kingsbury has a lot to do with it in terms of the fit and the scheme. I think Kyler Murray's obviously a really good athlete, which can help the transition when you're still building your offensive line. Rosen can't move out of his own way. Um, And I think that we've seen a little bit of Rosen, enough of Rosen, where I don't think he's going to be that, you know, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's more of like a maybe – Andy Dalton. I
0: think he's better than Dalton. I think he's probably... Yeah. I, I think he's probably in the Eli Manning area. But even still, Eli even Manning terms of production, in he might
2: well, Eli Manning, maybe. But even in terms of production, I know that they're nothing alike. But even I mean, like Winston. Cam Newton, kind of like... You know, you they, like they have the Hall those... Of year- famer, <sighs> Eli
1: Manning, future Hall of Famer. Like All right. Him? Like him, you mean?
0: That's a ceiling, yeah. Like somebody... I think it's a ceiling. Like I, well, I, I, think a ceiling a is I, I, I think a ceiling is Philip Rivers. I think a ceiling is Philip Rivers. Well... Or even but, it could be Brady, but in terms but that's of the ca- highest, like that's in the, I'm saying on a spectrum, it's a, I think the, when you're looking at the type of quarterback Rosen is. Uh, but here's the thing. So Cardinals were thinking outside the box here, right? They went ahead, hired a, 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 a they hired a head coach who was fired from Texas A&M for, you know, losing. So, yeah. Uh, the original thought was this guy was going to be an offensive coordinator, uh, they bring this guy in, they're thinking They're thinking outside the box, so you know what, you decide to go ahead and invest in this head coach. You had to have had this talk when you came in, and they probably looked at it and said, okay, well, if Kyler Murray comes out, this guy fits your scheme better than any other quarterback in the whole wide world. If he comes out, we'll draft him number one overall. I have no problem with that. Because you're saying, listen, we're making a commitment. We think this guy has a really high upside. If we fail, guess what? We can cut our losses eventually because we just proved we are willing to, to cut our losses. And it's probably Steve Kime's job at the end of the day anyway. So, hold on one second. Hold on. Hang on one He's second. on a roll. <laughs> I'm not saying this is – I don't think it's an indictment on Rosen. I don't. I think Rosen can work in a system and be a good player. But when you have a guy coming in and he has a system and you have a player that matches that exact system you go for it because you got to give you got to make sure your team succeeds at all costs and if you have the perfect marriage then there's no point in not going for it and this is a guy who scouted him coming into college and is going to be sc- and scouted him coming out of college going into the NFL so you got to at least believe that they that uh, Cliff Kingsbury believes in this player Steve Kime and Kingsbury's job is on the line and like you said before athletic quarterback they have a shitty o line they made some moves to try to upgrade the o line uh, so they probably said, you know what? Athletic quarterbacks do better under pressure and are able to work with worse O lines. We saw with Deshaun Watson, who basically has you know guys like you and me on the O line, and they drafted guys like you know like the guy down the block on the O line. So
1: who do you think would win in a fight, uh, Deshaun Watson or or, or, or uh, Kyler Kyler Murray?
0: I think Kyler Murray would kick him in the nuts. Oh, Who would Actually, it's a good question. It's I did this just... joke last year, like with Sam Darnold and jo- uh, and Josh Allen.
2: Uh, it's a weird one, but I think that ja- uh, Deshaun Watson is just too big. Yeah, he's
1: he's big. Exactly. He, he, uh, he's got that's what I'm saying. He's got a reach really, advantage. You said it, man. Come on.
0: But but I will say this: Kyler Murray could run around. I, I definitely so Kyler Murray's Deshaun. faster. I think Kyler Murray's faster, though. I'm saying he is. But wait, well, how You're how, how, how the are they running, running around, right. around okay. all of Burton so, County, so, or they get so, to get in a cage?
1: So let me just say something. <laughs> you, you said this guy. You said this guy cut his losses, right? So he just got the job, and now that's the first thing he does is cut his losses. Yes. And not not for nothing. Is Listen, that you, what you do when you get a fucking
0: job? yeah, some, yeah it's called the sunk. So yeah, it's called the sunk cost. It's called you're... a sunk lost. It's called a sunk cost. You you realize <laughs> the the cost of this guy. You you spent the money already, right? You can either keep on committing to a. a, a this strategy in this direction or you go in a different direction and you utilize whatever resources you have to go in this different direction
1: cutting their losses for fucking decades now well what if they ever won come on man get in the fucking what is this new coach isn't he like doing something weird wasn't he like we don't have to practice or some shit what What are you talking about
0: (laughs) stop (laughs) making uh, what about you and your fake news what about you and your fake news all right all right
1: no, wasn't, no, doesn't he, like, do right, some kind in. of new strategy right, or something? Right. Does, is it, who's the coach? Is it him?
0: I don't know. You're to, Well, he's got to spread You might have he's more got to information offense, on this spread offense, And, again, with an athletic quarterback who can run, I, I think what they're going to do is run a lot of four wide. Uh, you have a, a running back who can pass catch really well. We
2: also talk about how much he can run because that's that'll help him in terms of his development not getting beat up as much right off the yeah. beginning while they get established. But this kid can throw from the pocket. He can go through his progressions. He has... Really good arm talent. His deep ball accuracy is actually very good from what I've seen on tape. And to be honest, um, his completion percentage was 70% in college. That's really good. A lot of yeah, people look great. at people with that is system. Great. That is great. People look at, like, oh, it's the system and all this other stuff. Yeah, but those guys usually don't have that great of completion percentage. They just off. throw a lot. Yeah, oh, it's ridiculous.
0: Awesome. So let me let me ask you, Quinn. So if this was a team that didn't okay. have a quarterback that they drafted last year in the top ten, do you think this would have been a mistake?
1: No, I think if they didn't have Josh Rosen, I think I would have taken it. All right, yes. so
0: then, yeah. So we can move on from that concept of it, because now you're. uh, uh, As far as it goes, I I think we all kind of at least have an idea that Kyler Murray. We all think Kyler Murray is a decent quarterback. I do think there's two question marks with Kyler Murray. One was he was playing in an offense that does open up the
1: you know open up pretty. Heisman, you know. Yeah. I mean, you got to be decent to win. He also had
0: six seconds to throw, and they had probably one of the best pass protecting O lines in in college football last year. So there are some question marks. Not but even so. Some, some of the Kyler. knocks on Baker were kind of like that too. But Baker also <laughs> had a few years. We only saw one year with Kyler Murray, and that was the other major issue: is the one-year starter yep. in in college football. Oh, and, and Baker though, man. I mean, no, Baker. But we saw bad. multiple years of Baker. <laughs> is the is but the Baker's thing. Baker. And uh, listen, not everybody. Not everybody thought Baker should have went number one overall last year either. But they were wrong. Weren't they? Yeah, they were wrong. They were wrong Walter, weren't they? Well, now time but, time, you have, time proves you it. You so have
1: their names written at home, right? <laughs> You see a shirt? Why do you wear a shirt today? You go through them when you sharpen your knife at night, right? Like, <laughs> all right, let's talk about the rest.
0: Let's talk about the So we see where the Cardinals are going. What do you think about the rest of this draft? Because I kind of like the rest of this draft. I yeah. think this was a uh, an insane draft. It kind of looked like they were just going off of uh, PFF's big board. Oh, they went
2: best player available. I mean, you look at Byron Murphy in the second round. They said, all right, let's do it. I mean, he's a good pair with Patrick Peterson if you think about it. Is I mean, it? It, Byron yes, because Yes, a... because Byron Murphy's opposite. Yeah, and you can play him to the boundary and not leave him one on one in man coverage all the time because you can roll the other way away from Patrick Peterson. This guy's going to come up and hit. He's going to make plays in zone coverage as well. Yeah, uh, he's a good tackler. I think that he's he's got better athleticism than people realize. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a good player, and I think that uh, we were kind of harsh on him last time. More, or I was more in comparison yeah. if I was you know standing on a hill for my boy Greedy. But other than that, I mean, I think it's great value. And if you want to jump right into Andy Isabella really explosive player can play from the slot can play outside um there's some questions
0: there's some questions if he could handle to handle press uh, yeah i understand outside. that
2: but but we've seen his ability to get off the ball though in terms of his quickness and his speed so Physical guys, yes, but if they can't touch him, it might not be a problem. His release is good. What I worry about with him is the ability to track the ball in the air, which is something that you can't necessarily yeah, teach. Yeah,
0: that that one's maybe the one issue that he had coming out. Now, if he's beating the guy down the field, like, again, you're dealing with a lot faster guys in the NFL. He had a lot of catches. You, you know, you're using him on the right route, and you're, you know, you're even if you're trying to do what they were doing with Paris Campbell, run him on crossing routes mm-hmm. and, and lead him, and you have the other guys going straight down the field, and you have Paris, uh, you have uh, Andy Isabella. Uh, running from the slot, kind of taking balls and trying to take them to the house and get some run after catch. Uh, he's had a lot of good games, and he's had he's had ten or twelve catch games. Yep. So, uh, I also like uh, Zach Allen. Yep. He- uh, I like great these Boston Edge. College guys. Yo, dude, I like-, I like everything they did. Like pretty much in this draft, all the way up to the sixth round. Well, I like uh, that
2: they – first, before we go any further, I like that they just said, hey, we're going with Kyler Murray and we're going to get a lot of receivers. We're yes. going to try to help him out. They clearly had that strategy and they went for it.
0: Well, look at Hakeem
2: Butler, big guy. Big this too. guy dealt
1: with a lot of drops, though. Seems like Boston College yeah. guys are always tough. Seems they are like tough. Yeah. tough, yeah.
2: Well-coached, coachable,
0: yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Zach Allen, solid guy, can play 4-3, 3-4 end, uh, solid pass rusher, very strong bull rush, uh, doesn't have a super variety of uh, pass rush moves. Uh, in one gap. Very uh, very powerful guy. Yes, I agree. Uh, and played with Harold injury last year. a Guy who I was a very big uh, fan of. Yes, I remember. Um, uh, Hakeem Butler, big guy, fast guy. Ran ran really well at the combine. Uh, still like an opposite of Andy Isabella though. So getting a little like di- diversity with in
2: terms of talent play, skill set can
0: play X Y Z pretty much run right out of the slot. Can kind of play that. Uh that big slot role can re- play flanker. He's also... Like, but all the guys they drafted, except maybe uh, even Keyshawn Johnson, all have question marks with dealing with, uh, with press.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Hakeem Butler had issues with press, and Hakeem Butler had a lot of drops. Yeah. That was a big question mark. Now, a lot of people say those... Some people were saying they were, like, uh, concentration drops. They weren't... Uh, like, an inability – like, it wasn't a skill issue. It was things that can be cleaned up. Also, he was catching balls that were really outside his frame sometimes. Yeah. So, part of it was the quarterback. Uh, You know, with, you're hoping with Kyler Murray, way more accurate. And hopefully – and the ball placement would be a lot better. Because he yeah. was grabbing balls that were just – you know, one of the – I guess maybe some people were blaming him for drops that maybe shouldn't have even been his uh, on his – on his fault. It comes with the territory, right? Yeah. You get
2: a guy that big you want to be able to have that option to throw it outside the range. And that's what they're going to do in the NFL.
0: But what I will uh-huh. say is Hakeem Butler, solid route runner, good route tree. You know, people were, yeah. him and DK Metcalf were getting a lot of comps comparisons this year. And we're going to talk about DK Metcalf in a minute. Of course. And uh you know, there, people were arguing that Hakeem Butler should be the number one receiver taken in this draft because of the size, speed, versatility um, Who
1: needs size, size, speed and versatility, right? <laughs> Only She's everybody. It's overrated, man.
0: <laughs> and I also love Deontay Thompson, man. He dropped Where they got him is,
2: is
1: good. He because dropped hard from medical issues, too. Were, yes. I, I that sure was the I other did, issue. I to ask you a question. You were saying before about the, the – uh, cornerback, the, the Murphy guy. Yeah. I don't want to go backwards. I don't mean to go backwards, but right. we're saying about Peterson. He's a head case, isn't he? Isn't Peterson a head case? Isn't he known as being a head case?
2: He's got a little receiver personality to him. I don't yeah. know that he's been anything detrimental to the team. Seems like he he's pretty good to outspoken. his teammates. Yeah. Seems like
1: it. he's – because I've seen him on The Football Life or whatever. Yes. And he's saying good stuff or whatever. But, you know. Well, yeah, I
2: mean, I think he's, he's one of those guys that's competitive and a little bit flamboyant, you know. he But – I don't think that's a problem with edge guys as long as it doesn't cause any issues with the team.
1: You think he's going to be able to, like, help this kid, mentor for sure. him a little? or For sure. I mean, he did it. had to be a
2: fucking diva? Well, I mean, he did it with Tyron Matthew. I think they, they had they had good people. They've been struggling, though, to get somebody opposite him to play corner for a while now. Okay. And I think they might have figured it out. Okay, good. Good. We'll see. All right. I also don't think if there's any diva to him, it's going to affect Byron Murphy because I think Byron Murphy's a pretty –
1: you know, buttoned up dude. I I think Byron
0: Murphy, well, as far well,
1: that's what I was wondering. Yeah. I was wondering is if that's going to get in the personality
0: way. wise, Obviously, character wise. Byron Murphy, as far as players in this draft goes, I don't think anybody was worried about his character. That's why people. Won't, that's why there were teams offering to trade back up to the top of the
1: second it, round it's to Peterson draft him. I was worried about. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think any of us care about if somebody's a little goofy or somebody's a little flamboyant. It's, does it does Does it bleed onto the field? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think with Peterson, there's been a little bit of.
2: I think some of it's been frustration from losing, but like I said, I think he just cares about winning. I also money.
0: like this Keyshawn Johnson pick, uh, solid yes. hands.
2: Also, I like his name. Keyshawn, yeah. Keyshawn Johnson. Spelled different, but I mean, still good. this one will have some talent, right? <laughs> well, I'll tell you about this. The one knock that they—well, not the one, but one of the knocks they had on him was they—concerned with his ability to separate at the next level. Yeah. But I th- I'm not less concerned about it because what he lacks in speed and burst sometimes, he's able to— uh, with an understanding of being able to speed up and change his speed during his routes to kind of make up for that with his, to get separation, yeah. you see Antonio Brown do it. Antonio Brown's obviously faster than him, yeah. But Antonio Brown is able to kind of like stop, start, stop, start. You know, kind of lull you to sleep and then burst yeah. a little bit. He can has do that
0: quickness to go ahead and like, yeah. You, you can't keep uh-huh. up with me because you're not going to know which route I'm running. He can confuse down, you with up. his
2: speed. It's a little deceptive what he does, and I think it's clever. And I think it's something that he's been able to obviously adapt because he's lived with the fact that maybe he's not somebody that's like an Andy Isabella that can burst out of there.
0: And these three guys, Andy Isabella, uh, Hakeem Butler, and Keyshawn Johnson, all different types of receivers. I know. And then you ta- you, know, you tag them with, uh, um, with Larry Fitzgerald. Well, these
1: three guys are not going to make the team,
0: right? Yeah. Uh, well, Keyshawn Johnson might I, not. Uh, Hakeem yeah. Butler being a fourth-round pick – Probably will. Andy Isabella almost definitely because he was a uh, top he of the that
1: low on receiver where three new guys are going to make the team.
0: I think so. they were. They were or really bad on. Receiver. I think I think Andy
2: Isabella and can kind of fit that John Brown.
0: Role. I think they only. Ha- I think there's two players that are probably going to be like. Because
1: that seems a little unusual, right? Three wide receivers in a draft that are all going to make the team? No.
2: Well, I think they've had some struggles with wide receiver outside of Larry Fitzgerald over the okay. past couple of years.
0: Oh, oh, was it Christian Kirk that they drafted last year? Yeah, I mean, but they're still building. I like Christian He's Kirk. Second year, you yeah. Know what
2: I mean, they're. This is they're investing in the fact that they just went after two quarterbacks two years in a row. Yeah. All right. So they want to try to give them help. Yeah.
0: You know they're. Oh no, I, uh, I like the fact they went three right in. No, I'm with you. And by I, the way, I'm Green taught, Bay I'm did that last
1: year. It. Yeah. No, it's a fair because, question. Because a lot of times these guys you think they're going to make the team and sometimes they just don't. But I think well, that's
2: why you draft more to be, at the very least build depth. And if they don't make it, you're the, the larger pool you have, you more likely yeah, to get the talent out of it. Yeah.
0: Green Bay did that last year with uh, Marquise Valdez, Scantling, and yes. Equanime St. Brown. And they drafted somebody else too. I can't remember off the top of my head. But actually it's shown statistically if you draft multiple players at that position, you're more likely to hit at that position, which kind of makes sense. But like, you know, if you're doubling down, you're you're finally figuring like if you double down at a position and you draft multiple spots at that position, you're you're gonna figure out that position eventually, hopefully. Unless you're just you're very rarely are you drafting three complete schlubs at the same position. Yeah.
1: Oh no, I'm with you on that, but I would say if you're telling me you again I would be off offensive line. That's why yeah. I like the, That's the one thing I, I would triple up. On I,
0: I agree. Uh, I don't know if there was offensive linemen. There, that they valued compared to they may so, have gone with best player available, yeah. Like Byron leads. Murphy, okay. Byron Murphy was probably the pick they probably could have used on an offensive lineman. I think they were just shocked Byron Murphy was still there, yeah. And, and you're getting a player you probably thought was a first round pick for you guys. Andy Isabella's spot, maybe you could have gotten a guy, but Eggleton Jenkins and Eric McCoy were already gone. They're probably maybe uh, Froholt, they could have gotten the guy who the Packers, uh, the Patriots got. What I will say
2: quick about the offensive line, though, they got some pretty good value in this guy, Lamont gay Ga- Yes, guy I was going to bring that up, too. Um, some the people had guy. him as a second-round talent. Yeah, some I liked Gallard. Did. I liked that pick And up. it's an
1: interior wow, lineman. slipped to the sixth? Yeah. Wow, well, yeah. different
0: different people have different values. Yes. And te- you don't know how teams are valuing them. And sometimes, you know, when Can you get— like pick up a hooker or something? <laughs> when you get to those late rounds, you're now— <laughs> You're drafting—
1: round, man. I just wanted a blowjob.
0: When you get to those later rounds, sometimes you're drafting for uh, laser for, for team need. You have to with this guy. You <laughs> fucking have to. You Dude, have to. And he's the one that had to go. He's got a schedule. Yeah, Dude, right? He's the fuck. He passed the bar,
1: this fucking guy, right? Okay? So
0: I like that you brought up Gallard, and I didn't have to. Uh, Caleb Wilson's the only other one I really want to talk about. Athletic, tight end. But uh kind of reminds like the guy who everybody was talking about last year, Gasicki. This is kind of what it reminds me of. He's very athletic. Um, but you're not getting him for a second- or third-round pick. You're getting him for a seventh-rounder. Yeah. So he's a developmental guy. Good value. Um, let's talk about the other team picking in the top two, San Francisco 49ers. And with the number two overall pick, they picked Nick Bosa, uh, edge from Ohio State. And this wasn't as clear-cut as a – I think it was for them because need-wise, they had a lot of D tackles and a lot of three techniques and a lot of interior guys. And they didn't, Even though they just traded for D Ford. They didn't really have an edge pass rusher to stick out there that like up to this point that was a big need for them going into the year and I think they've really solidified that issue. So what do you think about the San Francisco 49ers? I think it first was good. Pick? It was it was predictable and good. Like we kind
2: of saw them going in this direction.
0: Yeah, I think everybody was like pegged them especially uh I think everybody pegged them cuz you knew D tackle wasn't really an issue for them. They have so much interior what, what, what pass rush. What do you rushing. think about John
1: Lynch? What do you think about him? Oh, I like him.
2: I like him a lot. I think a lot of people had questions as to whether he deserved that position, but all accounts, he's very smart. He's calculated. He also listens to the people around him, and he knows defensive positions. He,
1: he seems very like – he seems like he has a, a nice way about him. Yeah. It seems like he, he's connecting well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. It seems like – but sometimes you just never know. You never know, and sometimes as he was as
2: a player, know. it makes sense looking back on it retroactively, but still I could see the concerns going into it because – you know, there's still different jobs.
1: It's you know also I mean? it's
0: a learning experience. So you know, I think he's developed since he, you know, his first year being a, a GM. And I, I like what they've done with the rest they got of the lucky strap.
1: With the quarterback, though,
0: they got lucky. Yeah, with that. Garoppolo. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that helped too because John's well connected, and I
2: think that part of the reason why he went to San Francisco for. You know, not they didn't have to give up too much. Was no, because Belichick had a good relationship with the Shanahan's and John Lynch, and they're all kind of in the same.
0: And I think it, really it's Shanahan, and I think they're banking yeah. on Shanahan's <clears throat> name. And because I think John Kyle's, hired him, right? Yeah, or they came in together. They came in together. Yeah. I think I think John got the job because it was Shanahan going yes. in. Yes, yes. Uh, but I I think Shanahan, and you can see there's some cohesiveness. They they work well together. They're friends. I think Shanahan's had to put more into the player drafting than maybe he thought he was going to have to as well but uh I like the the receivers they picked Debo Samuel solid guy again versatile uh which seems to be a very big thing for Shanahan receivers you saw with uh um the guy they drafted last year who could play all three spots uh can't remember off the top of my head uh you know this year Debo Samuel can play X can play slot can play flanker uh very good route runner solid hands had some injury issues yeah. but man he tore up the senior bowl uh i i i like that guy no, i like people had samuel him. and i i really as far as like the receivers i liked he was probably top 3 for me
2: some people oh, believed man, he could i right that's why you got to draft him alone that's an awesome name. i think his real name's Tyshon or something like that do I know? Oh, is that a fun okay. fact? Oh,
0: so they used nick, the nickname. I think it's a nickname. Okay. A lot yeah. of times. It, well, Greedy not Greedy Williams' real name. I really yeah. like that
1: Friday movie. I figured my <laughs> firstborn was going to be called Debo.
2: <laughs> but if someone gave you that nickname, that's even more impressive. You earned it. Yeah. And you know what? I think, too, if you know, if we didn't have those injury issues, a lot of people had him looking as like maybe a top 15 prospect. So you could get a lot of this, – this is a high-level receiver you're getting in the second round. Yeah. And then they went right back at it. You could see that they're trying to help out Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. So, you know, this guy also a little different. Big body. Jalen Hurts. Almost kind of an H back, kind of
0: like tight yes. end, uh kind of uh remind like uh, Clay, uh Charles Clay. Yeah. Uh decent pass catcher. Uh, also played running back at some points too, but is kind of big to be a running back. A little big. Uh I, I like that pickup. I think they're gonna try to use him versatility wise. Uh, try to use some of the, the run blocking he's kind of picked up as, a, a, right. and kind of move him around the formation. This is kind of what Shanahan does. He finds guys who have uh, versatility that fits in his scheme. Yes. And can you know run blocking is a big thing for Shanahan receivers. To you know you heard about you'll hear about it from uh, from both his time in Atlanta and when he was also the OC for the, the hey, Cleveland he's Browns. To kick
1: fucking field goals, all right.
0: That's not his job. He, Shanahan's not a kicker. Um. Well. Nobody should have kicked yeah. that
1: fucking field on the Super Bowl, and they would have won. All right? Come on, man.
0: All right. Uh, Mitch, uh, the weird thing I thought was after the third round, a lot of their picks were kind of. Uh, yeah, right.
2: outside of those three, which I think make up for everything else, uh, I'm just going to have to trust John on this stuff because drafted a punter. Again,
0: you know. <sighs> Usually on day three, you're talking
2: about special teams, but it's still a punter no, in the fourth round. You're talking about guys that could contribute on special teams. You're not talking about drafting. No, yeah, punters. you're not drafting specifically for special teams. You could get really good valued punters either sixth, seventh, or. Yeah, no, that's likely on Yeah,
0: no, that's why I said uh, fourth round was still really too high. It's not unheard fourth of. But... Round, fourth round is really where you're getting the guys who are falling. Yeah. Yeah, I. Uh... And, and who have, car- you know, the maybe. Round, the draft of punters, if that's kind
2: of strange. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not important. They are. For guys position, who you but...
0: had rated maybe differently than everybody else maybe right. your third round pick but everybody else is like fifth um Dre greenlaw had an interesting story he was an orphan man yeah and uh, so that's a nice little like oh you get to you know the rags to riches kind of story uh, i wasn't a really big fan of the rest of these guys i took a flyer on tim harris um There's caden smith a tight end caden then.
2: smith's got NFL some team or well josh think. jacobs what we talked about earlier he was living out of his, de- his car his dad They were living in their car for a while. They didn't have a lot of picks in this draft. Luckily, uh, the other... uh, The doesn't care about that guy. Well, just not very sentimental. I'm surprised you even brought up somebody. all this story. He's like, Well me? He's like, yeah, but can you play? That's what he cares about. No, I brought up the whole Drake Greenlaw thing. I know. I was surprised. Oh, my god, You're all business today.
0: You're buttoned up. I know. Except it's unbuttoned. No, it's a... Just saying, luckily, the the 49ers didn't have a lot of picks because a lot of these, you know, you just saw with the Cardinals. Caden Smith, pretty sure-handed
2: guy, but outside of that, I don't I know. He might just be a uh, depth player.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, especially because they have George
1: Kittle, so they're definitely not yeah.
0: trying to look for uh, a oh, starter. Oh, but he's a solid blocker,
1: one of those positions, though, you don't know, right? Yeah. You put him on the field, he makes a couple catches— yeah, you usually don't keep play. usually they don't keep by. a lot of
0: dra- like depth at tight end. Usually no, only keep three. No, or but, four. but yeah, bro. But
2: there might be he might have like like I said, he's a little good, better in run protecting, run yeah. pa- like run blocking. They
1: see him run block good, and they see him take a couple good hits. Give him and, a chance. And not fumble.
0: Not fumble. Not fumbles the big one. Uh, yeah. So like any tight end has ever been on the 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 Giants. Oh, oh, with their random people, Dude, Kevin, yeah. Kevin, you boss. Start, we don't
1: want to start talking about the the Browns and who's in the Hall of Fame, right? We don't, we don't. Want Gonzalez. To do <laughs> anyway, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they had a weird
0: draft, and they got an extra first round pick for a trade, and then they turned it pretty much traded out with their their own first you round. See, pick. people
2: say they had a weird draft, but this is
0: Seattle's draft. This is, is, how is such they draft, a Seattle man. draft.
2: They're How they draft. They're very good at getting those depth guys that actually provide a lot more value than they're expected. Those yes. middle-round dudes, everybody will pick them. Who was that? Why did they pick? It like they could have got them later. They always end up doing pretty well. They're never superstars, but they end up doing pretty well for them, and that's why they've been a fairly successful team over the past yeah. couple of years.
1: Yeah, Russell Wilson carried them on his back last year, though. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. carried them on his back. Well,
2: they should address the offensive line. It's definitely something that they should do, and they did not.
0: No, they didn't. Uh, they did draft D lineman, Edge uh, L J Collier from TCU. A guy that
2: some guy has as a fourth round, fifth round uh, rating. Just saying.
0: A very athletic guy. I think some I've heard people had him as a second round. But this isn't that
2: different from their Bruce Irvin pick like a couple yeah. like, while back when he was first came into the NFL.
0: And, and keep in mind this is a team that uh, if you look at guys who they who they've picked up, Deion Jordan. Barkevious Mingo. Yeah. They find other guys, first round picks who are busts, and turn them into actual players. So, so
1: most people had this guy fourth round, and they no, not most, not people, most, some, some
2: of them. Because oh, okay, he's right. kind of one of those guys. It's like he could have a high ceiling,
0: or he gotcha. could have a really very athletic floor. guy. Didn't ha- uh, needs to be taught some technique. And some you don't skills, know how he's going to translate. But you know what it is? Some teams know how to develop certain positions, and if yeah. there's a team that I feel like can develop a uh, develop D linemen it's the Seattle Seahawks. I agree. Yep. I agree. Yep. the The two positions they seem to develop really well are defensive backs and D linemen. That's why they didn't mind getting rid of Frank Clark. Yep. Yeah. And then they got a they got a first rounder this year and a second rounder they next just, year out of it. They have man. so many picks. So many picks, and then they turned it into uh, Marquise Blair. I'm, I'm interested to see where this how this guy does. Marquise Blair. Yeah, well, yeah you're the, you're the big defensive back guy in the room. Uh, did you see anything on this guy or not really? He I, you, no, I saw a
2: little bit of him. He's a good athlete. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the, you know, when you're losing Earl Thomas to replace him, they might not know something. I don't know. I just felt there was other players available that maybe could have fit that role. But to be honest, I trust Pete
0: Carroll. We've been able to find him in the past, and they might turn him into a a corner at this rate. Who knows? Like they 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 are definitely that team that will they'll find guys and just turn them into something. And a
2: Utah guy, you know, I I mean he he skill set wise, he did kind of remind me of an Eric Weddle. Yeah. you know, And I think Eric Weddle and Earl Thomas have a lot in common in terms of their skill set and what they can bring to the table. So maybe that's what they were looking at. They were looking at a combination of the two of them. Uh, DK Metcalf was a good get for them, though. Everybody's – this guy, D.K. Thor himself, you know what I mean? Like this guy's giant.
0: This guy is ridiculous. The all-body team is what they call them, right? Josh Gordon 2.0 without the drug issues. Yeah, man.
2: I mean, but he's also – he's a guy that can be that – Julio Jones. That could yeah. be his. That could be his ceiling. Super fast, super strong, super decent. Decent route running. People knocked his agility, but I didn't really see a problem with it. I think his biggest issue was
0: staying on the field. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't get. Uh, maybe I think that's because more. He gets tired. No, no, no yeah, because he uh, got injuries. injuries yeah, oh,
2: and, wait, injuries.
0: Uh, yeah, he. Uh, that's the next thing I was
1: gonna say is. I'm sorry. I you
0: saw play. that speed that he had at the Combine, Ooh. man. You, uh, you I, see it on tape, too. Yeah, you, that's what I mean. You saw that speed that he had at the Combine on tape. He's yeah. just beating guys. And not for nothing, you can't press him for shit. Oh, no, He's, he's vertical. Got those big-ass arms that just knock you out. You're like, get the fuck off this line of scrimmage, man. You are not going to press him. And yeah. he's got that speed that you feel like you have to play off. And he's just still gonna run right by you. He is a beast. He's a I cannot. Like I understand why he fell to the second round, and it's mainly for two reasons. One, his route tree was not that right. well like developed, and I don't even think it was the agilities. I think it was the medical. He's had multiple medical issues, and he did have a couple of drops here or there. But you're talking about a guy who he's gonna. So did Josh Gordon. So do a lot of these big athletic receivers that are just. He is a different. He is a. Different animal, and I think that this was a get for the Seattle Seahawks, and they better use it. And I think that this is going to be uh, Russell Wilson's new best friend. Yeah, it's going to be him and Tyler Lockett just going straight down the field. Ah, eh, you guys can't catch us. Throw see you later. Throw and then the box is going to be totally clean, and they're just going to run it. Then you know, I, I when I see
1: these big guys like this that are receivers, I get nervous because you know the bigger they are, the harder they fall, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm well, saying? This guy's not used to getting hit by the in the. By That's people true. in the NFL, they're also not used to getting hit by him. If he's having Barry. problems staying healthy in the, in college, he's not going to have problems staying healthy in the NFL. And you know, it's yep. it's you know, I, I I used to have I used to have a big dog, right? A big dog, an old English Mastiff, and I learned. When you have a dog and you have a big dog and there's a problem, it's a big problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a dog, but I'm saying is you know you have a foot and it gets broken. If it's a big foot, it's a big problem. Yeah, no, I get that, and it's fair because of his injury
2: issues in college, and, and he is going to get hit a lot oh, more no, in the his NFL. Injury
0: issues weren't like I mean he had the neck issue this year, but that's those he does a lot of his injury issues aren't repeatable issues. Right. So the 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 neck injury actually I think was the reason why he came out and didn't stay. Because he yeah. realized how short the career could be. And I, I don't think that that's the thing that's going to stop him from being a player. It's, there's some players who have injuries... That are repeat injuries, things that you will see again and again and again. Usually leg issues, especially if they've torn their ACL in both legs, or they've it torn mul- yeah. or they tear multiple ligaments in a leg, and they don't, and maybe it doesn't heal all the way. That's why they do these medical rechecks. It's also
2: important to know that he's going to be put with somebody who have him on some sort of regimen within the yeah. NFL and the organization to be able to take care. of He's get the highest quality care, and so maybe he's not taking care of his body body the best way. In other ways. Maybe he's pushing himself too hard in the weight room. Maybe there's a bunch of things that can lead to an injury. He
0: clearly pushes himself in the weight room. We've seen the pictures.
2: But the, maybe there's somebody yeah. that can incorporate some sort of was, active rest to his yeah, routine yeah. that would help him recover.
1: I was watching that show, Football Life. You know, we talk about this sometimes on this show. <laughs> Mojo's not Mojo's not happy about it. But um, <laughs> but uh, they were saying that Carlson Palmer actually got a ligament from somebody. Mm-hmm. Like the the, the, the the from somebody's daughter who died. And, like, he knows the people and shit. And, yeah. like, you know, he has, like, anniversaries with him and stuff. So I was just wondering, you know. I told my cock if he doesn't behave, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the weirdest tangent ever. I hate you now. God damn it. He let, he let you speak, and now he's regretting it. I, I can't believe we just did that. Uh, yeah, so I, then they drafted a bunch of other guys. Uh, Cody Barton. Like him. No, I like him. He's, he's a productive player. Out of Utah. Uh, Gary Jennings. I think Gary Jennings, uh, I think was a little underrated coming in. Uh, decent hands. Uh, big guy too. Yeah. They're going for the big receivers here. Uh, so they they did put one pick into guard with Phil Hans from Wake Forest
1: are they are they doing like a bang bus video or are they fucking or do they have a team you know what i'm
0: saying <laughs> well this is what they do they get a bunch of picks and they see what lands and actually you
1: know i don't know man like, don't well like the, they doubled the more... up on linebacker they got two yeah. different
2: styles they got Cody Barton who's kind of just like more of a ball hawk, always around the ball and then you got the athletic Sideline to sideline, Ben Burke Curvin. Yeah, mean, that guy could fly, man. Track and field superstar in high school. What do you run? 4 4 flat or something See that crazy? I like
1: that? When I hear somebody's a track and field star, when I hear that, I remember like Willie Galton. Yeah, that. you probably don't remember who Willie Galton is. Galt is. I know who Willie Galton is.
2: I got Willie Galton there. I still, watch, <laughs> I still watch NFL Network's top 10, whatever players, <laughs> fastest players. Don't talk to me about Willie Galton. All right. But this guy, too, also, you have that track and field. He's really—he's a linebacker, I and mean, yeah. he's a hitter. He'll come at you full speed. His issue that might be though, he gets a little overbearing, mm-hmm. doesn't break down
0: all the time, misses some open field tackles. But. Overbearing? You don't know anything about that, do you? Uh, it's the theme—it's the theme of the podcast. It's the theme of the podcast—it's actually—it's our tagline: the Overbearing Podcast.
2: Draft Vice. Don't be shocked about this Travis Homer though, also from Miami. Uh, I think he's got some upside. That, well, that's a team that the running count. back they rotate. I mean, they drafted Rashad and Penny. That, that's and why they're playing Carson. That's why because he'll have opportunities.
1: Yeah, and that is one of the positions that I think, like, when you're dealing with running back, you just don't know. Yep. You know, when somebody picks a running back sixth and he's he's he does well, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, it doesn't surprise me at all.
2: Right. And even if you find him in the fifth round and they do well, it's like, well,
1: it, yeah. I, I think it's more about conditioning, and I think I honestly. It's also about the O line. It's, it's about the O line vision. It's also about what kind of what kind of kid they are. You know what kind of person they yeah, are. Yeah, that's they, true. They, you, know, they, you
0: know. Yeah. Uh, any other qu- uh, any other comments on the Seattle Seahawks in their draft? It and all thirty seven of their picks. No, yeah, we're good. Three hundred thousand. Uh, all right. So last team in the NFC West that w- we haven't done the LA Rams, the Los Angeles Rams with, with Sean McVay. McVay. I just want
1: to ask you real quick. What do you think about Jared, Go- Jared Goff? You think you think he's you think he's going to I
2: actually always liked him coming out. When he was coming out, I liked him better than Carson Wentz because I thought he had better feet in the pocket okay. in terms of thrones. I like
1: him too, but he was a bitch in the Super He looked scared in the Super League. Yeah, well, he you know. Scared. Patriots defense, uh-huh, man. Patriots they can mess getting... with you.
2: Belichick's no joke, man. You, and when you, he makes his adjustments.
1: you think he's going to recover from that, though? you think he's going to recover from that?
2: Well, he recovered from his rookie season when he was just trashed. Wait, he he
1: was, wasn't that he, bad. No, no, no. He yeah. was trashed by people yeah. for yeah. not... Yeah, Jeff Fisher not as a head coach, well,
2: and then he's you know mentally strong enough to be able to say no, no, no. I, I'll a, get this. When, talk about a I head coach sc-
0: that should not be in the NFL, and he's not in the NFL. Jeff Fisher, man. Dear let's God. not take shots
2: at Jeff. Let's just move on. All right, we're let let's Case we're
1: going to punch up.
0: Punch up. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants
1: to talk about Jeff Fisher. Man? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe if we were in a strip club, we could talk about him.
0: Man. Pretty good DB in college, though. Uh, speaking of DBs, Taylor Rapp. It was the first pick they made because they kept on trading down, too. A little concerned about his 40 time. But, but I mean, you got him at the end of the second round. So it wasn't.
2: No, he's a good player. And I think that makes up for a lot, which is why he got drafted where he did. And I think they also covered their bases by taking um, my guy, David Long, too, because they are guys that can play similar positions, too, in terms of, like, being slot in that corner, slot corner, maybe even safety. some safety. You know, you would like David Long to be a little bigger. But, you know, he plays with a tenacity that's. That's up there, and, he, and he's got good quickness. He's got better speed than than rap, and uh, I think that both of them can contribute
0: something whether they complement each other. Mm-hmm. Good competition, too. Uh, they also got Daryl Henderson uh, in Supposed the third player. round back up to, to Todd Gurley. Uh, you know, is... we saw the injury question marks with Todd Gurley in the Super Bowl. There's been a lot of questions about arthritis in his knee. I think this is a clear decision to try to, like, Limit get his him carries. off the field
2: on third down sometimes because he could do. He, listen, they I love did, using him in the passing game, but this guy can also do that. Yeah. The point is, they want to not only cover their base if he gets hurt, but like you said, limit his carries. They want to be able to get other people into the rotation. They've been running. Well, I think they might
0: take him out. I, I think with instead of taking him out on third down, I think they want three down players. So what they'll do is they'll take him out for a full series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's what yeah. I think they might do: is have a rotational guy to get in there and say, "Hey, we'll do two series with Gurley, one series with Henderson." And rotate you guys like that, and I think that works a lot of times it keeps the guys fresh and it makes sure that you're not overloading Todd Gurley and right. they did that with Zeke Elliott, too, and it happens on a lot of teams uh, Bobby Evans out of Oklahoma solid dude man solid Oklahoma had three guys that came into this draft who I, I think a lot of people had it rated as a uh, top 100 picks the old. um I'm not Bobby Evans was the one I was the lowest on though
2: well that team was also you know drafted a little bit lower than some of the rest of them
0: well, they keep on trading down. It yeah. was the, the thing with the Rams, good but value. it's a good good value. Um, can play right tackle, can play guard. Uh, they're gonna need to start replacing some of the players that they're losing. Uh, they still have Whitworth, but Whitworth's getting he's up 75 there. Years old. Yeah, 92. Um, he, he's gonna be retiring soon. We know it, yeah, and uh, I'm shocked they kept on trading down and didn't try to take a tackle when they were up there, <clears throat> and maybe try to do the uh, the Bengals move, which. The last time, you know, when Whitworth left the Bengals, what they did, they tried to draft his replacement, right. and it didn't work out for them either. Right. Like behind him, to sit behind him <sighs> and play that guy at guard, and then hopefully develop into being Whitworth's replacement. But you got to make your moves and trying to do that. You just throw a shot at the Bengals for no reason. But okay. Well, I was just that was his story. I'm sorry. He's great left tackle, and he left. Like he said, listen, they, they weren't giving him the money. He went and went to the L.A. Rams and made him a better team, and that's. The second Whitworth leave is the second, I think, that the team takes maybe a step back. For sure. Um, Greg Gaines, solid D lineman. Uh, Edwards, I thought the Wisconsin pick, David Edwards, I don't know if he's going to be playing tackle. The, uh, I think he's going to be more of a swing tackle. Wisconsin's Wisconsin took a lot of good... shots down. Though. Like This year they took a step down as far as their play, as far as the O-line got beat up quite a bit.
2: Tr- like Traditionally, they've had some pretty solid offensive linemen.
0: Joe Thomas. Yeah, I, you know, like it's it's, a, it's an O line school. And what's his like... name from last year? Um, uh, R- Remzik, or was that? That was two years ago. Two Ra- years Ryan ago. Ramchick, uh who went to the Saints. Yeah. Um, I I think that's a solid pickup in the fifth round. Again, you're trying to develop guys to replace guys who you're going to be losing or have lost. I also so like Nick the seventh. Penn State safety. I think that's good
2: value for the seventh round. Yeah, I mean, like this guy could come in and compete, but you know, like I said, very 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 weak. he's a, he could be a. Contributor on special teams, and we know like Penn State. That's
1: another one of those positions, though, safety okay, <clears throat> that you don't know how tough to like, the guy has to be really tough yeah. to be a safety in the NFL. So I mean, sixth round, you just some of these first, second rounders, you don't know how tough they are yet. Yeah, a sixth rounder could be just as tough.
2: I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad they loaded up on some defensive backs in general.
1: No, was,
0: uh, I think LA Rams had a solid draft. Uh, I think, I mean, clearly the two guys, uh, the two teams drafting at the top. Of uh, the of the first round, probably had the better drafts than the other two teams. Just I, I at least looking from, I, I think Arizona Cardinals killed this draft. Yes, in the NFC West. Yes, um, I think San Francisco pretty much comes down to Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel.
2: I mean, I like the Rams draft too. I I think that Rams the,
0: draft they got a lot of interesting, good developmental players. Like I think guys Seattle who have
2: solid ability. Seattle, you just put a question mark because. It's For the Seattle. most part, this is what it's like. Oh, okay. This guy, yeah, sure. Where did he go? He went to it's from Ultipan.
0: I don't know. Like, you just, like, it's yeah. like, I don't.
2: And then they turn out to be pretty good. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't
0: be shocked if LJ Collier ended up being a good player. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if DK Metcalf. Well, I, I mean, I think right, Marquise Blair might be a star. I, I, thought, I thought DK Metcalf should have won in the first round. But, uh, uh, I, yeah, I like, I like all three. I, I, at least I, I could say there's probably three players in each of these teams I would want on a team. So right,
2: and they all drafted better than the Chargers.
0: No, there's three players in the Chargers I'd want to. Nope. So. Yep. Nope. Yep. I don't want Teller at all. Why do you? He'll hate be Tellery? out of the league in
2: four years. I'm, wow. I'm I'm being. There's no reason for me to say that.
1: Did you date his sister or something?
2: Man? I did, and here's the problem: you just love him so much that I can't help it. <laughs> So uh, that's, I, that's all it is. It's nothing it's personal. It's
0: the, it's the family rivalry. Thing. It was Are the first like name
2: he brought up. I walked into the room the first day to do the podcast. He's like, oh, Tillery. I'm like, uh, okay, just let me get my bearings. I'm tired. <laughs> I just woke up. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you being here. Love being here. Uh, we'll definitely have you on again. I like this dynamic. The,
0: yeah. Uh, I like when we go time. off the rails. Yes. Oh, that's that's why we that's why we have him. Get, yeah. uh, they're just they're, yeah. they're, take the rails off, and yeah. I have to try to re-steer the ship. I take it all off, baby. I take it all. Just off. removes the bolts and everything. Uh, yeah, come on back. Uh, we'll have you back soon. Thanks for watching. Uh, this has been Draft Vice. We'll have a <laughs> couple more episodes out this week. And uh, you can follow me at Brojo Death B R O J O. Death is in the end of life. Punch, like, uh, you know, what you do. And uh, that's you can follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. You can follow the, the podcast at Draft Vice. Do you have any? I know we've already done this the other time, but do you have any social media? Maybe you've gotten l- since we recorded. The- no, no, I have I a Facebook,
1: but it doesn't matter. Don't, don't. I, I don't, just kind of. I, I like to show up because I like to talk football. Anthony Quinn on Facebook. <laughs> I'll be appearing in the area too. Come out. Come on. Enjoy yourself.
0: Cheers. Like, follow, subscribe, uh, and if you're on iTunes, rate, leave a review, and thank you.
2: Shout out to Arya Stark.
0: When Cincinnati. I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to keep it.